I'm Caleb. I'm Haley. And I'm having... This is not sponsored. <laughs> Spritzers <laughs> with my ex. <laughs> I'm turning it this way. <laughs> hey, they do sponsor me personally, so... Well, that's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording today's episode at 5.29 p.m. instead of this morning, so we're not having coffee. And we could have had water, but what's the fun in that? No fun. To be had there. Um, although I don't have any water, and you know how thirsty I get. Um, I'm just going to address this right now. If Your you're outfit? watching. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to address that. That's exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> no, God forbid I show a little cleavage. No, 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 no. But don't act like you don't come on here every single time like you just crawled out of bed. Wow. And then- <laughs> wow. You know, I. Put on a shirt today that was see-through, and if you're listening to this, you really should watch it because my <laughs> tits look great today. <laughs> um, but I do want to address something else about my appearance, oh, and that is the scar on the side of my face right now. I, I have blood coming out this. of my cheek, and it's red and uh, bulging. And I'm not sure about my vision on my left eye. I'm still going to monitor that. A scratch, you guys. I was setting up Haley's frame, and of course, she has in her contract that she has to have it at a 45 degree angle, zoomed in to 35 millimeter. I was adjusting the camera, and her camera's on a bad tripod. That's not my fault. It's not your fault. However, however, what you the frame wasn't wrong. I should not have been the one doing it. Our how am I supposed to check for my own frame? How am I supposed to do it? <laughs> you should you should duplicate yourself. So <laughs> I was behind the camera, and the ring light is attached to the camera, and the whole thing fell backwards and crashed upon my wee little head. Not your wee little head. <laughs> and I have literal blood, and it's like. I'm going to survive, but oh my god. This is going to be a story to tell for there a while. There are people dying, okay? <laughs> and there are people bleeding, and I am one of those. Oh my god. Oh my anyways, god. Anyways, um, yeah, we it, came up with a topic. Literally anyways. To, we, we came up with a topic to talk about last night after the president vice presidential debate. Although it was more presidential than the last debate. Mhm. And that's all I'll say. We're really really trying to keep these light since we've been so heavy lately. But just know the politi- the politics are going to be coming out closer to the election. Yeah. So that's, oh, I that's voted a today. You I, voted today? I, fill, I filled out my um, um, my mail-in ballot. And it was so nice because I got to just like sit there and like chill and not feel like rushed. Yeah. And I could look up each person because it's really hard to follow the local election like closely and responsibly. And so being able to like just sit there with my ballot and go through all the candidates and like look them up or whatever. That's how it should be. Yeah, it was so, I felt like prepared. I was like, okay, this is like my choice. Like I don't feel like rush. I don't feel like I have to leave it blank because I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, I was really nervous when I was signing it because I was scared it wasn't going to be my um, oh. signature because like it's like this thing that people are talking about how if like, it doesn't match your voter registration, then they throw it out. And I got so nervous when I was signing it that it looks nothing like my signature. <laughs> oh, no. So I don't know, like, what to do. I haven't turned it in yet because... Can you check to make sure that they get counted? I, you can follow, like, your ballot going to wherever ballots go, but... Um, the, the ballot store. 
the ballot place. <laughs> no idea. But I don't know if like you can tell if it gets counted or not. So I'm a little nervous to turn it in yeah. because I know like my signature looks whack. And also after that, after like me messing that up, I got really nervous about like where I was supposed to put the date. But it's not clear. Mm. The whole like signature section is just not very clear. I had to text Chloe and be like, what did you do? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where does the date go? What? Like, is my address go here? Did I make this up? Like, I was looking up like online, like ballot samples, California. Nothing. Mm-hmm. No one was like, this is how you should fill that out. You'd think since You'd... this is the first election where a lot of people are doing that, that it'd be more widely available. I know. I know. I am bothered. It's weird. So like, I voted today, but then I... I haven't like actually voted yet because I'm nervous. Oh. To because of my signature. I was gonna fill mine out today and then Cameron told me not to because he's like we should just go vote in person because he's so worried about like them throwing out the mail in yeah, ballots. I'm I'm nervous too. Which is like I guess if I can go and I'm healthy then maybe I should just go vote in person. But like Well I'm fucking working the polls. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> have you told them you're doing that yet? Um, no, because I don't have like all of my information yet. So Haley's gonna work the polls this year. I don't feel I don't feel excited. <laughs> but it's a really good thing to do. It's I amazing. also got someone for jury duty yesterday. You better dodge that. I'm just like you dodge that. <laughs> I just feel I feel overwhelmed with like civil duties. Like <laughs> And you're already saving the world on Instagram. <laughs> Oh my god! Election and jury duty. I've never. I've. I haven't got resummoned because I got summoned right before the pandemic, and then yeah. it like rescheduled indefinitely or something. <laughs> I have no idea. I have literally no idea. But I just want the state of California to know, like, I'm not dodging you. If you want me, just like let me know. <laughs> but like as of right now, my impression is that you don't. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so, I know nothing about. I've never done that. So. Um. Kind of sounded sexy, didn't it? No, I didn't. Um, maybe I can use it as an ice pack. Oh, that mm, feels you so better, good. You better Greek that. Has the bleeding stopped? Yes, Caleb. You never were really bleeding. You just um, broke skin. That's really invalidating. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Um, oh, yeah, we came up with the topic yesterday. <laughs> we were hanging out. We watched the debate. Wow, that what a tangent. What a side tangent. And the topic of today is what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> It is. The video a circus is about a circus. <laughs> <laughs> um, Haley, take it away. So the topic of today is absolutely oh. the topic. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got to pee. Okay, so <laughs> basically what we're talking about today is the idea of hobbies careers, businesses, and living as a human being in a capitalist America. <laughs> okay, that's a little, like, that's intense. That's a nice overview. Those are all the mountains we're going to hit. Yeah, so I feel like because we are two people who I feel like have definitely followed our passion, and our passion has led us to... This, this coffee nook. <laughs> <laughs> Your drink could come true, too! <laughs> You too could have a breakfast nook. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with this. Basically, we followed our passions, <laughs> and so and we got here. <laughs> so, <laughs> but also, when do- <laughs> this is 
not funny. Why? We're just stupid. We're just a little stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Um, we should not be allowed to talk to people like this. I would love to know where this sentence is going. <laughs> <laughs> but also, <laughs> when to just leave a hobby be. Right. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone kind of deals with this and I think maybe in the maybe it's I don't know if it's just because we are like entrepreneurs and are working for ourselves or if it's just how everyone in America feels but it feels as if especially now as an adult when I was a kid I was just like oh I love making videos or I love dancing and everything mm-hmm. was for fun but now anything I do that's not just like watching TV I feel like it needs to serve a purpose. Like, even playing a video game by myself, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I feel the same way. And I think we've just been programmed to think, like, the goal in life is to make money, as much money as possible. Your side hustles need to become your, like main hustle like that's and then and then with your main then when you get your main hustle then you have to have another side hustle (laughs) it's and then all of a sudden you have all these side hustles that are your main hustle and you're working six jobs right (laughs) which is like what i feel like we're doing (laughs) it's exactly what we're doing (laughs) but i feel like maybe it's just because nowadays it's harder to get a job and jobs are not as do not pay oh, as yeah. well. People have to be more creative in how they make their money. So they're, and also I feel like a lot of people our age, like we watched our parents and grandparents grow up doing the same job for like 40 years and being mm-hmm. so incredibly unhappy. And I feel like millennials and Gen Z are more like, let's like hop around. Like, let's see what's up. Like I don't have to work the same job for 30 years. Yeah. But I feel like it, there's less opportunity because like the parents were like, oh, I got, I got a college education or a high school education. So now I can get a job at a factory and yeah. make great money. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, that's one part of many parts it's, of like why I think that um, our generation especially is very like, let's like you have to create your own lane because mm-hmm. it, no, you can't no get a real job anymore, you. really. I remember a really particular conversation I had in college when I was thinking about what I wanted to do with my life. And I was talking to my grandpa and obviously he's two generations apart from me. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if he went through the depression. When was the depression? Is that 1945? I'm not. Okay. Well, I'm not exactly sure what he went through, but obviously it was a very different time. And I was talking to him about what I wanted to do. And I was just like, no matter what, I feel like the purpose in life is to just be happy mm-hmm. and to whatever you're doing just to be as happy as possible. And he's like, no, that's not the purpose of life. The purpose of life is to be stable and to provide for people. Mm-hmm. And that was just like, you like the, I feel like that is very common in that generation. It's the idea of happiness was not, it was a luxury. Yeah. I mean, you have to think about everything that was going on in the world, like during that time and like everything was so uncertain and they did just come out of like, wars and Mm -hmm. like i mean obviously like we're always at war but (laughs) (laughs) but i mean with like the great depression and just like things just being so uncertain that kind of was like the means of survival it Mm -hmm. wasn't like let me do this to be happy it was like i need to do this to survive yeah and like who knows what's gonna happen next i'll find myself even when i'm like since what we do involves like dance and music and whatnot I genuinely enjoy music, but ever since, like, literally when I started choreographing, like, dance workouts in college, every time I would hear a song, I would be like, oh, I like this a little bit. I need to make a dance to it. Mm -hmm. it, The idea of just, like, enjoying music kind of 
went away for me. And then I just got stressed out by music. Because I was like, if I hear a song that I like, I'm going to feel pressure to make a dance for it. Yeah, or like a big song, Despacito. Yeah. So it's like, I... <laughs> Justice for Despacito. <laughs> Despacito. Remember, uh, Brie and I did it in New York. Or Where Are You Now? <laughs> Not here. <laughs> so, I yeah, it's just like little things that start to take away your joy. And I feel like you have to be intentional these days about like when you're... When you find something that makes you happy, giving yourself permission to be like, no, this is just for me. Mm-hmm. This is for fun. I don't have to extort this. Yeah, it's, but that's just like whenever you have like something that you're interested in and you're good at it, it's what is wrong with I just spilled my drink all over myself. It's okay. Oh, and you're good at it. It's hard in like a world in which, you know, it's hard to make money. It's mm-hmm. hard not to turn that into try to turn it into something yeah it's really exciting that we do live in a time it's kind of like the double-edged sword because Mm -hmm. now we have all of this opportunity the internet's created so many ways for people to do jobs like etsy or pinterest or all these hobbies are now able to be monetized which Mm -hmm. is incredible because that means you don't have to like work at the factory then come home and do your crafts Mm -hmm. but it it just i think no matter what there's always going to be a new set of problems created by yeah. innovation. And so now we're in the place where it's exciting, but now we almost have too I don't know if we have too much opportunity, but I think we have so many things that we directions we can go in. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know what to put all your eggs in or kind of what should be monetized. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> I swear to God, nothing's going on in my head right now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, I was talking to Haley a while ago about burnout. Haley? You. You're talking to <laughs> I'm me. talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm someone who burns out easily. You Do you feel the same way? With I feel like you don't. I feel like I'm pretty good at, like, balancing everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I don't know. I just feel like I don't let myself burn out. I notice with you. <laughs> just like don't work as hard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I stress. I get really stressed that I'm not working as hard as other people or that other people can do more than me. So like, for example, with, I mean, I'm just pulling from what I know with like choreography and whatnot, you can listen to a song and just dance and have fun and just like, yeah, like we'll just get like five songs done today. Within when in my head I'm like, dear God, I want to die. This is impossible. Are you is should the step touch be with my front toe or my back toe? And like whenever we choreograph something, it literally takes like twenty minutes. And I leave so upset. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm just like chilling. I was like, let's just, okay, well, that works. With what do you so like with okay, say your piano or your hobbies do you feel like Mm -hmm. that is that you burn out from that or no because I've never like I don't know I just do it for fun but it is something that people are constantly like oh you should like like sing like real you should write music you should do Mm -hmm. this like you should like try to make you should go on like America's Got Talent you should go on American (laughs) Idol and I'm just like no like it's I think that the piano and, like, music and singing and stuff like that has always been something that's, like, been fun for me just mm-hmm. to do for myself and not try to exploit it for yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, genuinely enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. 
I think that with... And that's probably why I don't, like, ever feel burnout with that. You know what I mean? Like, it's never, like, I'm never being forced to do Mm -hmm. it. Even with, like, the fitness martial stuff, I never feel like... I mean, I feel... Sometimes I feel tired. Yeah. But, like, I never feel, like, burnt out. But I think that I'm way better at than you about, like... um, I don't really... I understand that... You know, I, there's days I probably could do more or like whatever, but I feel like whenever I do take the breaks and like I don't focus all of my energy on work the entire time, I do better work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when I am working, it's more has more quality, mm-hmm. and like my brain isn't so jumbled and I'm not like you know balancing a million things at once. Yeah. Because I do get easily overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So I know that if like, and, I, and I'll just shut down and I won't get anything done. Yeah. That's, <laughs> no, it's so important to recognize. I feel like the, I, when you're working for yourself or doing anything, like self-regulation is the most important thing because mm-hmm. you are in charge of how far you take it. And mm-hmm. you can keep pushing yourself, which is what obviously society pressures you to do. Mm-hmm. But if you think about life, I mean, there's a beginning in an end to, to kind of your life. And so you don't want to wake up one day and be like, okay, wow, like I'm at the end of my life. I'm still climbing this mountain. Mm-hmm. But then did I ever stop to be happy? Yeah. And I remember there's someone we know um, who is a really like incredible, incredibly successful YouTuber, works very hard. But I remember having a conversation with them and I was asking them about like, what, like, what, what? <clears throat> what <laughs> what shows do you watch like i love netflix i have my like my three hours of tv at night i love it yeah and they were like no like we don't have time to watch tv yeah and that stuck with me because i was like you have i mean you are so successful mm-hmm. and have so much but you don't have time for other things and i think that for some people that's great but yeah. for me personally i know that i value being just like happy and enjoying my time so much yeah so I have to, I am okay with not attaining like mass wealth or whatever it is. Right, because there's always a catch. Yeah. With like great success comes like a great sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like you might see great success, but you have sacrificed a lot of your time, which some people obviously can be okay with that. But I think, I I just think it, it depends on how you're wired and like your, um, goals in life really yeah and I feel like my goal in life is just to be like happy and comfortable Mm -hmm. and so like with like my work like I'm happy doing my work and I'm happy with like the money that I'm making and like of course you can always make more and you can always work harder and there's always that little bit more that you can always give but it's always going to be that way Mm -hmm. so like you know you could be making millions of dollars but like it's that thing like, well, I can't stop until I make a billion dollars. Like it's just always like there's always something else that you could that you could be doing. Mm-hmm. And so once you realize that and realize it's like literally never ending, like I, I just it's never ending. It's never ending. So like you have to put a stop to it. At least for me, like I'm just like you literally only have one existence. Yeah. Are you going to you you cannot take that money with you when you die? Nope. <laughs> so like just for me I would just much rather like enjoy my time enjoy the company of my friends like be able to like do fun stuff and like take days off and like really 
use what success I do have and what money I do have to enjoy what the life that I do have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think as someone who, and I think it's really tied into my ADD, and I always feel like I'm 10 steps behind everyone, and I always mm-hmm. feel like I'm not doing things efficiently, which most of the time I'm not. <laughs> but it's like, it's always in my mind that no matter what, you're like, you're not doing enough. And I was talking to my therapist, and I was like, I'm 27. And I mean, I, I, I feel like I've accomplished quite a bit. Like, I feel successful, but at the same time, I still feel like I'm so far behind. Mm-hmm. And I think that just being able to live in the moment um, and not always thinking about the future or thinking about the past. It was interesting when I was talking to him. He said, anxious people tend to be more future-oriented and worry about what's coming. Depressive people tend to fixate on the past. And happy people focus on the present. Mm-hmm. and kind of what they have right now. And so I thought that was just a really interesting tidbit that's probably unrelated to this, but it was just interesting to think about because I think I'm always thinking in the future and what more can I do? But the moments he asked me, he was like, well, right now where you are, when your relationship, with what you have, with your work, like, are you, if you just had that, are you happy right now? And I said, well, yeah, that's weird, but I just never think about that because I'm always focused on like the next monkey bar. Mm-hmm. And so I think moments of just gratitude um, are really, really important for our mental health and for burnout. So that can help you, like you said, um, be better in your work when you just take that time and pause and be grateful and then come back to it when you're ready instead of just trying to like grind the gears constantly. Right. And what's so crazy is that, I mean, we obviously work for ourselves and I know there's a lot of people who work for themselves now, but there's still people who work you know in offices and factories and shit doing jobs they hate or they love even Mm -hmm. and they you know get like two to three weeks of vacation a year to use on like personal days for whatever reason not even for a vacation you know what i mean and they don't really get that chance to like pause and be grateful for anything or like just like relax yeah I mean, when you, I was, and that's why you have so many anxious and depressed people. <laughs> yeah, it's so messed up. And I was, I, it's it's baffling to me how many people with like jobs who work for companies don't have an opportunity to to take a step back. Yeah, and chill. Like I even I was talking to my mom, and she's like in her fifties and has like a master's degree, and still was said like, oh yeah, my new job, I get like one week of vacation the whole year and I don't get holidays. I have to work up to it. I'm like, what? How, how can you function as a human being? Like they no, I, Yeah. Like you said, it's no wonder people are anxious and sad. It's yeah. I don't think we're meant to be worked like machines. No, we're not. I don't really know the history of it or like how it came to be, but um, I do know that there's a lot of people I've seen like on TikTok talk about how like, um, like a lot of other happier country. TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> Um, happier countries like Denmark or whatever, they have like shorter work days. Mm. Um, and that, oh my God, I wish I knew like the history behind it. I think they were talking about, I read some things a while ago that they were considering four day work weeks and testing it out, especially with the pandemic and that it was going really well. And they saw an increase in production with a four day work week compared to the five day. Thank you. That's probably what I was wanting to say. I think, um, Microsoft was one that tried it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think other companies were considering it, but I, th- I think compared to other people, but I know the studies for sure have shown that 
if you are working a little bit less and have more time to breathe, yeah. that you can do more, you'll be happier and more dedicated to work. It's like with these, I feel like being a creator, it's such an, a different idea. And so I don't want to like alienate our listeners and talk about things that they don't care about. But I feel like with being a creator, so many YouTubers go through the burnout and just the getting over it. Because when you're a creator online, people expect you to be the brand you've created. Mm -hmm. And so even something as simple as like a name change, like the the Gabby show going from that to Gabby Hanna, Mm -hmm. it's like a whole deal. Yeah. And so whatever... And a risk. And a risk. Because whatever you've picked, whatever niche you are, that is what people expect from you and you can't change it. Mm-hmm. Unless you basically want to start over, because mm-hmm. name recognition is everything, brand recognition is everything, mm-hmm. and so that's why people I think that aren't so niche have an easier time pivoting. But for like us, we're the fitness marshal. We do dance fitness videos. Like on our the YouTube channel with the biggest amount of subscribers, that's the only content there. Literally yeah, nothing, nothing else. else. And it's working still, and the algorithm likes it. But it's just like. Sometimes you feel like you're on a hamster wheel. And, I'm, <laughs> and it's like, I'm doing the same thing every single week, coming up with a new dance. How can I make this different? The same location. And you feel sometimes like you, sometimes it feels like you lose the magic of it. And mm-hmm. that's what I am most scared of. And we're six years into it. That's Isn't that crazy? Insane. We've been doing this for six years. Well, I've been doing it for format. five years. But still, the same format, the same idea. The same jokes. The same <laughs> jokes. The same everything. Literally the same, like, cartoonish, <laughs> like, everything. I think it's definitely evolved over time. Yeah. And it's kind of like one of those, if it's not broke, don't fix it things. <laughs> yeah. But I think we've refined it quite a bit. But yeah. still just thinking about, like, how long are people going to care? Yeah. How long are people going to want to throw it on their face and rub it on their body? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Oh, my gosh. Being on the internet is... It's unrelatable. It's to so most unrelatable. People, but like it's so scary in the fact that just one day you can be irrelevant and you will not know how to fix it and you can try, 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 and you you might fail every single time. Wait, <laughs> just well, one just, day. Just this week, we I people have been tweeting about Instagram who just changed their algorithm and everyone's inst like engagement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You cannot rely on these hoes. <gasps> you can't rely on these hoes. I don't know who to rely on. No one. <laughs> on the internet, you cannot rely on anyone. <laughs> and if you try to say anything, they're just like, aren't you happy that we have a platform? Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's the same thing as like a factory being like, aren't you happy that you can still work here, even though we'd pay you in cheeseburgers? <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, I guess I'm glad I can eat. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, that's a whole side rant. I mean, no, it's all a part of it, I feel, because, like, I think a lot of the problem with the creator burnout is, like, because obviously it's start, it, the burnout happens when you start seeing something's going wrong. Yeah. And you keep, like, trying to hammer it out, hammer it out. What is going wrong? What can I do differently? And nothing that you're trying to do is, like, working because it's still not really authentic, probably. And I just remember because, like, Alicia talked about this. Like, her burnout was, like, a whole big thing. And she did a lot of, like, articles about it and a lot of videos about it. And, like, she just had to do a complete, like, 180 rebrand, like, and just go full 
forge ahead mm-hmm. with like what it is and like it's worked out for her but like before that like she was making the same types of videos that she had been making for like eight years you know what i mean and you know she woke up one day and she was 25 making like back to school videos and she was like wait this is it no one wants to watch this anymore (laughs) and i get it and i think that and like that's all she's ever known and like those were her that you those you see like her biggest videos and like alicia schoolisha and like one day when you wake up and they're not like performing the same like i'd freak the fuck out too that's like if one day we you know we put out a dua lipa song and no one watched it levitating (laughs) (laughs) justice for levitating justice for levitating (laughs) Mm -hmm. levitating and hallucinate were mirages we did did the whole um, we did the whole album we did the whole album (laughs) it worked for the first three it It worked (laughs) anyway burnout creative burnout especially i think it's just a special type of hell it is a special type of hell (laughs) there is nothing worse than doing something and putting your all into it for nothing in return (laughs) when you already get nothing in return when you're six (laughs) six years into it Six years of getting nothing in return. It's just like, at some point, you're like, do I get off this ride? When's you get nothing? When's you get nothing? When's you get nothing? I'm just tired of throwing shit at the wall and nothing's sticking. If honestly, if we didn't, if the Booty Army didn't like do well this year, I don't think we'd be sitting here today. (laughs) I think about that all the time. We'd be in Indiana. That was God and God alone. <laughs> that was God. <laughs> we would not be here. No. No, we wouldn't. I think about that a lot. Like, what's next? If there had not been a worldwide pandemic, we wouldn't be sitting here. No. <laughs> that's just, and that's a sad that's, truth. It's, just, it's not funny. It's not funny because I had to come to terms with that for to be a few months. It was awful because every time someone asks me, like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, amazing. <laughs> It's not funny. I was like, it's like, how do you, how do you reckon with that? Like you, it takes the whole world to catch on fire for you to be prosperous. I feel like Satan. (laughs) I know. I feel like, um, whenever this is so off topic, but it's fine. (laughs) What what, what What even is is the topic? Just talk. We even started like, whenever we started this, we're like, so today's topic is this topic. Whenever we have a topic, we just tread water. We should just (laughs) Just say whatever. Um, Oh, no. Oh, whenever, like, the pandemic hit and, like, we were doing, I don't even know. Maybe we were doing, like, a Booty Army, like, sale or something. I don't even know. And I was, like, I remember texting you being, like, I don't feel comfortable with this. Yeah, I feel like I was literally having, like, a mini come apart. I was, like, why does it? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about yeah. when I texted you, I was like, I just don't feel like this doesn't feel right. Like, I just, I don't want to push it. I don't want to push this onto people. Yeah. Like, I was like freaking out because I felt like I was like stealing. Exploiting people. Yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I read it, I have like a talk you down, but I understand that's very valid. But I was like, we are genuinely doing something that helps people. Yeah. I and, feel like I, I don't like really think of it that and way. And you also have to think about, you've never made good money yeah. doing this. <laughs> You have not. <laughs> like, I you, too am suffering. You are also suffering. Like, you're okay, but like, you're, you've never been like bathing in diamonds. Yeah. And so for us to be able to have a comfortable living for you to pay your one bedroom apartment rent, I think it's very acceptable. I know. And not too much to ask. And we are doing something that is helping people. And we're not 
charging them an exuberant amount. Yeah. For the what we give people, I think we charge a very... <laughs> My entire soul in life. <laughs> <laughs> we give them our entire soul in life. All the videos are free. Like, I think we've... D- I mean, I think we do a lot. $15 a month for people, that is a lot of money for people. That is a bill. That is a Spotify account. Like, it's, I'm not negating that. I just think that it's reasonable. And I, yeah. I think that it's justified to be able to offer a service like this in this time. Especially when you have, like gyms charging hundreds of dollars like yeah this is so, uh, gyms charging hundreds of dollars for now like online classes yeah like i like i feel like i've, I've seen um a lot of gyms like boutique type of gyms like um like the boxing place that i used to go to Box union mm-hmm. and they were like offering like virtual classes but like the same price and i'm like i'm not gonna pay $30 a class. I mean, it a makes class. sense. It makes sense. <laughs> a class for one hour. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. That's exploiting. But they think about it. They still have their overhead of their actual establishment. I know. I'm just saying it that just like sucks. the whole point of like a boutique gym. I, I know it's a hard time. It's just a hard time for everyone. Yeah. Everyone's just out here trying to get a dollar. <laughs> but you got a dollar. <laughs> Open uh, your purse. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of getting a dollar, I made three dollars on TikTok yesterday. Oh my god, here we go. That's my average is about three dollars a day. <laughs> okay. Not bad. Not bad. That's like a cold that's brew. A coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's how I think of it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Um it's so interesting to me how I just would love to know what the world's gonna be like in ten years with online opportunities and Mm -hmm. creators especially just now like i am so lucky to have been in this for a minute and have access to things like the tiktok creator fund but thinking about it like i have almost three hundred thousand on tiktok i've made a hundred dollars this entire month (laughs) whoa it's just like how do people actually make a career out of it like how is that it just it blows my mind people do but it's just it i never forget it just always surprises me, I guess, how difficult it is. It's very difficult. For people. Like, I cannot imagine. If I knew what I knew back then, like, starting today, it would seem so difficult. Oh, my God. And it seemed difficult then, honestly. But, like, it would definitely be more difficult now, I feel. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we started this podcast, it was like, <laughs> where there's a sea of podcasts. We didn't go into it thinking it was going to be anything. But, I mean, for some reason, people are listening to yeah. us. Literally scrape for something to say. Check every corner of our brain for a thought. Go through every trash bin to see if we can find a complete sentence. I swear to God. I swear to God. I When I edit these podcasts and I look back, I was like, wow, like I'm not saying anything. I am talking and talking and I swear to God, like it sounds like Charlie Brown. Like, yeah, might as well just not speak sometimes. At the beginning, when I looked at you and you said, there's nothing going on in my brain. <laughs> that happens all the time. Uh, I feel like when I'm expected to speak, I have nothing to say. But like when I'm not expected to speak, I have the most to say. <laughs> That's how it works. That's really how it works. Like if I feel like if you guys were to hear me like on just like a random day, just like sitting here in this living room, just like talking, you'd be like, she does not shut up. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> this bitch is crazy. <laughs> I love how we have completely abandoned the topic. <laughs> <laughs> We have completely abandoned the topic. There's no topic. So coming out as a child and growing up gay. <laughs> we have a we have a um, podcast list of like topics and one. We keep of, avoiding we, them. We keep avoiding them and literally. And <laughs> my phone one is called growing up a gay, and one the other one is growing up a girl. <laughs> It's supposed to be our stories about our life, and I'm not doing it. We have to have bullet points for that. <laughs> we do or so many. Something. You know, I will say something completely off topic and unrelated. No way. Today, <laughs> I was in a place of gratitude, and I don't know why I was in a place of gratitude. What was I thinking about? Oh, well, last night I was telling Haley, so my. Um, I don't like how you say Haley. Haley. Haley? No, I don't like how you say Haley. You look at me. You could just say it. I was telling you. I just get tired of saying you all the time. <laughs> I was looking at you. Um, <laughs> no, you were talking to me. I was talking to you. <laughs> um, oh, about my warts. Um, so I got, obviously had foot surgery. And I, my, my medicine, my antiviral cream that I have to put on every day, I, last night, I could not fall asleep until like 5 or 6 a.m. I saw the sun coming up. I started to like panic. I was like, I'm not going to be able to go out to dinner tonight because I'm going to be too tired. My life's in shambles. And I looked at the side effects and the number one side effect is insomnia. And it also said that the, the cream is a form of chemotherapy. Oh my God. Is it just a topical cream? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a chemo, and it makes you not be able to fall asleep. I don't know why. That is so it's intense. Awful. Yeah, it's intense. Um, so anyway, why was I gr- grateful about that? Um, oh, so I was thinking last night when I couldn't go to sleep about how my this is a train wreck. I, just, I was thinking about Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> yeah. And just how cool it was that I got to go. Oh yeah, I don't. Oh, want, I shouldn't have brought this up. I'm Fuck. triggered. I, I forgot. It Guys, was, I was supposed to be on Kelly Clarkson, and then the day before they told me I wasn't gonna be on Kelly Clarkson. So I, I didn't. I didn't even go because I, I was forgot so that was. Sad. I forgot that was a hot topic. Yeah. Um. Well, we can pass over that. <laughs> I'm glad you were so grateful about Clay Clarkson. I am grateful for you. I was thinking I about how like did not experience the same n- no. gratitude. I wish next time. We're going to go on there. Oh, I almost said the thing we can't talk about, the thing we're announcing. Oh, my God. We have to stop talking yeah, about it. Yeah, we have it. to. Um, <laughs> but I was like, Kelly Clarkson, Lance Bass, just like, cra- and then I did an interview with Joey Fatone, and I was just like, whoa, life is crazy. <laughs> whoa, man. How cool is this? And I was also thinking about today how I just got a brand deal with, I, can't, I don't think I can say the name yet, but I got a brand deal with a speaker company. And I remember when in 2015, uh, we did what? What we did got what? Isn't it for the TFM channel? No, it's for my Instagram. But we're all gonna be in the video because <laughs> they 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 shot down the YouTube and they were what? like that we just they just wanted an Instagram post. But I was like I still want it to be like a thing. So it's gonna we're gonna do a video for it. Okay. But it's gonna be cute. It's gonna be like. Uh, like a scripted little thing. I'll tell you about it later. Um, but anyway, it's a speaker company, and I got 
I bought the speaker, one of their speakers, in 2015, and I had to return it. And all I have a vivid memory of listening to Miley Cyrus and her Dead Pets, that album. <laughs> oh my god! On that speaker, I've never listened. It was to that. also the time that I smoked a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I remember that I had to return that speaker because I couldn't pay rent that month, and I yeah. needed the money. And then thinking like five years later, I get a brand deal with them. They mm-hmm. send me a bunch of product. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, whoa, life is crazy. And life is weird. And it's those little moments that you have to I saw you post on. on Instagram. I was like, here he goes. I was just feeling <laughs> so thankful. Because I was like, it's so cool. I just, I, sometimes I get really like sentimental for like five minutes. Yeah. And it's like, you, it's either, it's all or nothing. It's all there's, or nothing. Yeah. There's all, or, either like you feel no, you feel nothing. Mm-hmm. Or you feel everything yeah, at once. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so then like when he feels everything at once out of nowhere, I'm like, um, a lot are to, you okay? It's a, lot, it's a lot to receive. It's a lot of gratitude to <laughs> it's receive. It's a lot. It's a lot. I was texting my mom about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like life is wild. Oh my god. Um, All right, are we done scraping? Because I want to get to my recommendations. Yeah, for sure. I mean, someone last week pointed out that they would really appreciate a shorter podcast. Of course. So. <laughs> of course. So. Um, you want to ask me? Sure. What is your recommendation for our listeners? So I'm listening to this book and it's called How to Date Men When You Hate Men. And it's absolutely the book I need. I talk about this all the time to Caleb. I'm like, to you. (laughs) I'm like, do you know how devastating it is that I'm attracted to straight men? She really has been coming to terms with her sexuality lately. (laughs) Like, it makes me so upset. Like, why am I so attracted to you? Honestly, like, no offense, most of them just are awful. I, 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 I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, I, like, I, I guess I'm just, I don't have that cynic in me, but I also don't have your experience. So I just, like, I want to believe that that's, you just haven't met enough people, but I understand to the extent that I can. Because <laughs> anytime I talk to my mom about her dating pool, she's just like, no, you don't understand. Everything is trash. Everything is trash. And she every says te- that too? She says every text I get is her the last d- date she went on, the guy texts her right after and he said, had a good time. Definitely don't want anything serious. Sorry, I couldn't stop staring at your boobs. <laughs> this <is> suck. <laughs> they suck so bad. <laughs> and I'm just like, is that really the reality? That is... The reality. There's gotta be something else. There's gotta be something else. There's gotta be something else. Anyway, this book, I'll leave it down below because I forget everything about who wrote it. (laughs) You just know that it's for you. I know that it's for me. I'm listening to it. I don't really like, I can't imagine myself like sitting down and reading a book. No. So like I like to listen to them whenever like I'm like running or just like cleaning or just how you listen to a podcast. Yeah. But anyway, it's literally this girl and she kind of rehashes her dating history. She's like 27. Um, she's a writer, um, like a journalist, not a journalist. I don't really know. She's like a writer for like The Onion or something. Oh, I love their satire. <laughs> what? <laughs> they write satire. Do they? I have yeah. no idea. Any post on The Onion is like... Uh, satire. And I can't think of a single example, but that's what it is. Anyway, okay, so this girl wrote this book, and it's literally, like, about how to navigate being a straight 
person dating someone who actively like oppresses you and everyone who looks like you and like just how that works in our minds and how to kind of like is it saying that all men are like that or is it just to how to deal with your specific like partner is it like for someone in a relationship or someone looking it's or for both? it's both she goes through every single thing like crushes and like flirting and dating breakup i don't know i don't really know how to explain it you just like have to listen to it because it does you you do get very cynical Mm -hmm. because you're like this is so stupid but it's just i feel like it's just like something that personally for me was the i found that book at the right time because like i have been grappling with this fact (laughs) that it's just something that i'm gonna have to do with that everyone you no one is going to no or everyone is going to make you feel like some type of way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would do anything to like just be a fly on your head at <laughs> <laughs> on like you you going on like a string of Tinder dates. Like I would just love <laughs> to feel your blood boil. Yeah. From the inside and you have to sit there. God, dating sounds awful. <laughs> I've never, I've never done it. I've literally never done it. <laughs> I just see the first thing that I come across, and I'm like, "This works." Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll do. Actually, that's not true. I waited a while, but I feel like I have a good instinct. Okay, recommendation. Maybe I don't. Recommendation. <laughs> um, recommendation for the week. I would say, uh, uh, I would, I would say. The ABC sitcom American Housewife. If you're looking for a feel-good, escapist little show that is funny and real and will make you feel things or feel nothing, you should watch American Housewife. Cute. Yeah. We've been watching it. We've been binging. I get so much anxiety when I'm close to the end of a show. And once I finish it, like, you don't understand. I am a person of habit, and I have to know that there is something to come home to at the end of the day besides Cameron. And that (laughs) has to be... A show. And if I don't have a show to watch, I feel like my life is empty and gray and sad. So anyway, this gets me through the night. And um, what's your intention for the week? Oh, dear God. Is that your new watch? No. Oh. Um, God, I don't have an intention. Um, Find a therapist? (laughs) Please. You know that TikTok? It's like... Therapy, therapy, therapy. There was this TikTok of this guy, like, getting his best friend's phone and just like, therapy, therapy, therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Mental health issues, mental health issues, therapy. (laughs) All right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Next week. (laughs) You look like Gilly. (laughs) Um... What's your intention? My intention for the week. <laughs> um, oh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> Drink it just like that. <laughs> I hope that someone's just listening to this and being like, what the fuck are they talking about? This is a disaster. <laughs> My intention for the week um, is to start or, or is to make as much time throughout um, the day to live in the present and to practice gratitude. That's what Joe told me to do. And oh, so I'm cute. really trying. So last night when I was up at 5 a.m. instead of crying, thinking I'd never fall asleep again, I <laughs> said, so I'm in the present moment and I'm grateful for a bed. Yeah. 
coffee with my ex. <laughs> that was deep. No, I like it. Coffee, 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 coffee with my ex. Coffee with my ex. <laughs> Why do you sound like um Larry, like the lobster from SpongeBob? Larry no, SpongeBob. The lobster. <laughs> Wait, that's. <laughs> Larry. You know what? I'm done. I don't even know what coffee with my ex.